Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with a Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today, I got to sit down with Sip Heider. She's the founder of Array, and we talked all the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and what it's like to start a business with your husband. Definitely take a listen. Hey everyone, and welcome to Cozying Up with a Clear Cut, where we get up close and personal with women that inspire us. Today, I'm so excited to have Sif Heider with us. She is the founder of Array, an all-natural supplement brand. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to chat. I'm so excited to have you. So tell me a little bit about yourself, your background. Did you always want to be an entrepreneur when you were growing up or did you have like different aspirations? Honestly, like my grandma always says this story of when I was really little, I would pretend to have a shoe shop. (laughs) And so, you know, I'd try to sell her shoes, except I'd be selling them to her for free. (laughs) So wasn't, I mean, I think I always had entrepreneurism in me, but Mm -hmm. didn't really know how to harness it. And, but later on in life, um, I wanted to be a writer. Mm -hmm. So I worked at a magazine, um, and then went on to start my own blog. And I really liked having, like being a content creator essentially, because it let me wear a lot of different hats, which I found very creatively stimulating. Mm -hmm. And I think that being content creator was like the perfect, almost like boot camp for starting my own brand, even though that was really never the goal for me. Like I was never one of these people that was like, okay, like here's my life plan, which is content creator, start a brand. Like that was never it. I'm, I'm very like purpose driven. And the reason I started Array was because I genuinely saw a white space in the market and I wanted to help women feel like the best versions of themselves just based on issues that I dealt with. And so that's a little bit about my background. (laughs) So I think like that's a really like natural transition because I think if you're a content creator, you're kind of a mini like entrepreneur. You're like make you like reap what you sow. You put out as much content as you can. You're trying to always be innovative. Um, So I think that, you know, is a good foundation for you know building your own brand tell me a little bit about like the white space in the market that you saw and like some of you know the reasons and issues that led you to start array so basically for the entirety of my life for as long as i can remember i remember being quite like unhealthy Mm -hmm. and what i mean by that is that you know in high school it would just be like me taking a bunch of sick days because i would come down with anything and everything that was in the air i was always on this hamster wheel of antibiotics getting better getting back on antibiotics and it was just a cycle and it was just never ending and i never really found a long-term solution or a plan to on how to get better and so in my early 20s i ended up hitting my breaking point because i fractured a rib from a chronic cough which oh is my God. yeah it's something that happens to your grandma right if yeah. you know that happened to me and when i went to my doctor i was prescribed codeine which is whatever but like i first of all i didn't want to take it and secondly i was like okay even if i take this but what's the long term yeah, plan you can't so the, like function on that long-term. yeah like and what I, like this happens again you mm-hmm. know what i mean and so i didn't get the answer I was hoping for. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to be a guinea pig on myself and literally just decided to research anything and everything I could find on more of the holistic route, which by the way, I was very suspicious of back then. This was like 
seven, eight years ago, the amount of knowledge and information that's out there today around like natural wellness, it just wasn't there back then. It was very granola, very weird, but I was willing to do anything at that point. And so as I started to get into that world, I started experimenting with different herbs, minerals, vitamins, and started to see huge shifts in my own immune system. So from there, I was like, okay, well, immune system has kind of been dealt with and I'm dealing with it, but I wonder if I can experiment with other issues that I have like digestion and fatigue and like just everyday day-to-day issues that seemingly myself and every one of my girlfriends was dealing with. And so I saw a lot of success in all of that and started to see this white space whereby, you know, as a content creator by then, I was constantly touching and feeling product, especially beauty and skincare products, right? right? And I'm sure you can relate to this. You can go to a Sephora and you can literally find a product for any issue that you have, (laughs) Mm -hmm. right? Like under eye circles, got it. Mm -hmm. Acne, got it. No problem. And it's very, the products are very results driven. They're targeted. They're easy to navigate, formulated by their dermatologist or a chemist and it's so beautiful that you really want to ritualize it whereas we didn't see like my husband and I we didn't see the same thing in the wellness category it was very convoluted people didn't really know what to do with their supplements there were these like ugly white bottles which were just being shoved to the back of your pantry and forgotten about it just wasn't there and we couldn't understand this disconnect because essentially when you're taking care of your skin it's still wellness right like it's just external wellness Mm -hmm. And so we But wanted- it starts from within. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing was that we as women are so multidimensional, right? We have like a hundred things going on. And why should we settle for feeling suboptimal? Like we can actually function at a greater pace and like achieve more, feel better if our health is also in peak condition. Mm -hmm. And so that was really the beginnings of Array. We decided that we would launch two products, one called Bloat, which is for all things digestion, and the other called Calm, which is for all things anxiety, because those were the two most common and most debilitating issues. I I have both. Exactly, right? Mostly the bloat. Yeah. And I mean, everyone, you and everyone else. And the thing is that both of those issues are also like very closely linked. You know, Mm -hmm. one causes the other. So it's like an infinity loop. And so we really wanted to create products which targeted these two issues and create a brand that was like fun and chic so that even if you had these issues, it wasn't this like weird taboo thing that you didn't want to talk about. You know, we wanted it to be like as normal as you wanting to treat your acne or your under eye circles. So that's a little bit about the brand. Can you tell me a little bit more about your Calm and Bloat products and like how they work? Yeah, so Bloat is a combination of five herbs and a digestive enzyme. And what it does is essentially it targets every single cause of bloating and kind of like maladaptive digestion. So, you know, you can be bloated or have digestive issues for a number of issues from like gas buildup to your body's inability to produce the right amount of enzymes to break down food to slow transit times and what we did with our ingredients is we picked these six because they synergistically work together to target every kind of way that your digestion can go wrong and it just gently optimizes things so that you know you're functioning as normal and our product is 
very proudly laxative free because we really like we worked with a doctor. Um, her name is Dr. Natalie Mulligan. She's incredible. And she is a specialist in eating disorders. And so, you know, she was really dealing with the most severe of digestive health and mental health issues. And, you know, with eating disorder patients, a lot of the times they'll see a laxative and maybe there is like a chance that they'll abuse it. And so we really wanted to create a product that was safe for everyone to mm -hmm. use. We didn't want any conversation around like weight loss yeah. to be associated to our products because that's really not what it's about. Anyone can be bloated, whether you're eating pizza or cruciferous vegetables, and we yeah. just wanted to make your life better. Yeah. And Calm is a combination of four herbs, minerals, and vitamins, which essentially calm the nervous system and help with things like the feelings of jitteriness and overwhelm. So our Calm product is actually a non-drowsy blend, which is quite unique i would say because in the past when i looked for calming supplements like melatonin exactly mm -hmm. or like things that you take at night to kind of ease you to go to sleep which is great but we really wanted to create something that people could use in their busy lives because let's face it like i run anxious during the day i have a million things to do and i needed something so that i wouldn't be such a sweaty person <laughs> so that's a little bit about calm and the two products work really well together as well to kind of like make sure that you're feeling, I guess, like rested and digested. <laughs> yeah. And so you recommend like using them together, like first thing in the morning. So like our products were really built to take as needed. Mm -hmm. And so with both the products, you can take it anytime during the day with bloat. What we recommend is typically after a meal. And the reason we say this is because you can actually take the product before or after a meal or anytime you want. But we say after a meal, because if someone is new to the product, we want to make sure that they're dosing themselves correctly. And so just to understand how the product works with their body. So how we like to explain it is like take two if you've had a you know, salad bowl with some beans, take mm -hmm. three if you've had a bowl of pasta and take four if you're slipping into a food coma. Similarly with calm, like, you know, everyone will learn to dose themselves as is. Um, but in terms of like time of day, we have customers who take it in the morning, who take it before bed to like beat things like racing thoughts or like, you know, if they're having trouble winding down to go to sleep. So it really is person to person. Yeah. So what were some pivotal moments that shaped like your brand's development that shaped, you know, you as a businesswoman? Oh, my goodness. So many. I think I mean, I'm sure you can relate to this, Olivia, where like every kind of roadblock and challenge is a pivotal moment because you right. learn to like face challenges head on and things that seem like a really big deal back in year one are like not so big a deal this year yeah. you know what I mean mm -hmm. so things like that I don't know like lots of pivotal moments in terms of um I guess the like one pivotal moment that like really got us out there I remember um this is like I would say like month one into our business um I had gifted influencers really heavily because I come from that world and I know the power of like just one influencer like telling their community and having a strong community who like reacts. And so I'd done influencer gifting pretty heavily. And one fine day, Nish and I, Nish is my husband and co-founder. Oh my God, you're also co-founders with your husband? Yeah. Me you too. No way. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> we have God. We to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Lots to chat about. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we were just hanging out and all of a sudden we see all of these sales coming in out of the blue. And like back then it's like one sale a day and we're happy. And so we're like, what the hell is going on? And so 
someone who follows me DM'd me with a screenshot of um, Melissa Wood talking about us on an Instagram live and we were a completely unknown brand. And she's like, yeah, I've been using this for digestion. And it was- Because you gifted her? We gifted her, oh. yeah. And from there, it was like the floodgates opened, right? Where it was like Melissa talking about us on that live, posting about us on stories. And then it was Lauren Bostick. And then it was Mariana Hewitt. And it was like one after the other, these like very macro influencers mm-hmm. started speaking about us. Oh and God, that's amazing. obviously like spillover effect into micros and then we were also doing a lot of um we always really wanted to treat our customers like influencers as well so like the packages that went out to customers were really like personalized and super cute so there was all of that word of mouth stuff as well so i would say like in terms of business recognition that was a pretty pivotal moment definitely um and then there's like things like okay you know um i think the resilience that you kind of have over time when things go wrong and you've just been forced to deal with it like one time um we were we were already late to deliver orders because we had like run out and then the day that the new stock was supposed to come in ups lost like i think it was two thousand units of product which was all supposed to go to customers and i was like just sitting there and just bawling my eyes out being like what our customers are gonna kill us everyone's gonna just hate us they're never gonna buy from us again everything's ruined but it's things like that you know it seems like your world is ending at that moment but it kind of prepares you for like bigger challenges along the way so how did you come back from that We, Nish and I have always been very, I would say like we're really good at customer service because we've, and still to this day, we are very communicative. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I think founders being able to speak to their customers um, is really instrumental in a brand's success. We have a very direct line of communication. And so, you know, we were like sending these like very sincere emails out explaining the situation. And I have to say, like, we've been so lucky with our community and, you know, our customer base, obviously like people weren't thrilled but like they were super understanding you know mm-hmm. and they totally got the f- we we explained we're like you know we're a small business we're doing everything and sometimes things are out of our control and like just like very honest we took a bunch of phone calls and thankfully people were really understanding so i think that the takeaway here is that if something goes wrong just be transparent yeah. about it mm-hmm. you know and like be truthful and honest and you know uh, i guess like appeal to people's compassion so totally. that's kind of what we did <laughs> So how did, I'm just curious, how did you and your husband decide to go into business together? And how, what do you think about working with your spouse? I always knew that if I was going to start a brand, I would have to have Nish or his clone as a co-founder. So you guys were dating before. We were dating for, well, we just came up on our 10 year anniversary last month, but we had been dating, thank you, Mm -hmm. since um, college. And he is very different from me. He was an engineer in university. I was in arts and science. So like two completely different worlds. And I think that that's what made our relationship really interesting because he was so analytical and I was so creative. And so when it came to the idea of starting a brand, like I remember when I had the idea for Array and I just told Nish on the couch, like just sitting there and he was like, you have to do this. And so I was like, "Okay, I'm going to do it. And then I remember speaking to him and being like, can you do it with me? Because I just found that I'm like a very creative person, but my um, skills for doing things like operations or like anything. Yeah, it's it's not the best. <laughs> not that we can't figure things out, but mm-hmm. it's like it might take me double the time that someone like Nish, it's like that, you know, right. and he was so good with numbers. And so 
I think for him as well, he's also always been very entrepreneurial, but I think he was looking for the right co-founder. And we like I would take him before starting array like he would come on press trips with me and take a few of my pictures and stuff like that and so we knew we worked well together in that sense and we thought that we could work well together in a company setting as well just because i think that co-founders can run into issues when you're doing two of the same thing you know yes totally 100 percent agree right and so for that's us that's where the issues come from because then you step on each other's totally, toes totally totally and with nish and i we knew that that would never be an issue because he didn't really understand my world and and I didn't really understand his. Mm -hmm. And so we just decided that it would be like a really great partnership because the breadth of things that we could cover together was wide enough that we didn't actually need to make a first hire until like quite some time later, you know, because we really could like the between the two of us, we can cover every area of the business. Like there's nothing that neither one of us are like okay at you know what I mean so yeah we decided to work together and I have to say like it's been one of those things that's like brought us closer together I love working with him did you start the company before you were married yeah yeah same yeah so I mean (laughs) it's pretty crazy it is that's a big commitment it is yeah but we like we knew yeah we knew I mean we were we were engaged um by mm-hmm. then and yeah. so we knew we were gonna get married and everything but even still like I have to say that even if this were like five six years ago that Array started I would still go into business with him because I can't imagine finding a better co-founder to be honest like he's just he was like really the one yeah <laughs> hey everyone Olivia here hope you're enjoying our episode Our clear-cut collection features fine jewelry pieces inspired and designed with you in mind. Our collection is ever-changing and each piece is handmade and made to order here in New York City. Don't forget to check it out and use the code COZY, C-O-Z-Y, for free shipping on any purchase. people always ask me so I'm going to ask you what is it like um you know separating personal from professional do you guys spend too much time together or do you you know enjoy it because you're both working on something you're both passionate about so I think because we do two different things there is work days where we don't even speak to each other and by the end of the day we're like okay well what did you do what did you do you know we have no idea but in terms of separating the two things like I think we just have to be very vocal and sometimes you know we're human and during really busy periods maybe it's been skewing more towards the work side and I feel like I'm quite sensitive to that so I'll be like nope like you know we really need to switch off like maybe we go away for a couple of days or like this weekend like absolutely no work talk something like that Mm -hmm. and we always always like every weekend we make time for date night and like that date night is like there's absolutely no talk of business at like in those hours but so hard it is hard (laughs) it's hard but what we do try to do is like if we are talking about business, it's more so like positive things like, you know, where it's like a big idea that we have or like the next step versus like, oh, like this happened with this employee yeah, or like negative stuff. Yeah, because yeah. that's like hard on you and you can't really enjoy the night if your brain is working like that. Right. So we just got back last week from a trip to Italy. So nice. we were there for a friend's wedding. And I feel like after coming back, it was so healthy for our relationship to like step away and be in a different continent and a different time zone from our team Mm -hmm. I think like it it, like we didn't realize how much we needed it things were going well but like you know sometimes you really do need that distance and like time together constantly to like 
like also have your relationship thrive yeah so. totally agree oh so. that's so funny like because we have such similar situations mm-hmm. and people always think it's so bizarre from the outside i'm like no it makes sense like you have the same goals you want the same thing so it's like a perfect co-founder kind of situation i completely i think when it works it really works mm-hmm. and if you can figure it out in your personalities are complimentary but you have to do different things that's totally yeah even with a regular co-founder by the way like even if it wasn't my husband like if someone I've spoken to you know young founders who've come up to me being like oh like I'm trying to you know work with a co-founder and like or like I'm trying to go into business with my best friend and I'm like okay what are your skill sets and it's like oh we're both brand and I'm like -uh, Mm -hmm. nah uh-uh do two different brands but not the same one do not work together (laughs) that's awesome um so how did you what are like some mistakes you made like early in your career and like how did you learn from those i know you mentioned like some things that have gone bad but um like that were external but what are some mistakes that you've made um i think when i was younger I was I I cared too much about what people thought of me. Yes. Um, And I think it's just like a like a problem that like people just have in their 20s. Like you think that everyone's out there thinking about you, whereas people are pretty busy thinking about themselves. Themselves, (laughs) And if people are thinking about you and like saying mean things about you, then, you know, it's probably because they don't have a lot going on in their own lives. And so I always like now my obviously my mentality has changed as I've like grown older but I know that like people who are winning at life just don't have time to think badly of other people or like criticize other people in like a malicious way Mm -hmm. and so I think that when I was younger I didn't pursue things that I wanted to pursue out of fear of what other people would think so like I remember I had the idea for my blog initially when I was like 20 years old you know and mm-hmm. I was still in university but I was like oh my god if I start this what people are people are gonna, gonna make fun of me yeah, yeah I was like people are gonna think I'm a crazy narcissist and yeah. so I had a secret tumblr account it was <laughs> quite the time but you know had I stepped into it and been like nope don't care I'm just gonna do this because it's what creatively inspires me I think I don't know, like maybe I would have been further along in my career. But like, I think that's like a big thing that people who are younger, they need to realize that like whatever it is you want to do, just do it. You know, it doesn't matter. Even if you fail, it doesn't matter. No one cares. Yeah, totally. And like, it's just the people, it's exactly what you said. Like the people that are like going to hate on you or whatever, that's like coming from their own personal insecurities. 100%. And that I think is the main thing. Like when you get older and you like experience more things, you realize like it has nothing to do with you. Everyone, it just has to do with them. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So I think everyone should kind of take that away for themselves. And, you know, even if it is a business idea, I think a lot of people don't want to start on their business idea because they're too afraid of failing, but it's like, why are you afraid of failing because of what other people are going to think who cares yeah and the like the worst thing that can happen is that it fails but you learned so much totally like you can just take those lessons on to whatever you do next a hundred percent so i think that every failure is just an opportunity to like learn something and make yourself a better person i love that i think that's great so going back to wellness um you know you're in the wellness world you have dabbled in all sorts of you know different um I don't what do you call it like is it like eastern medicine or like what is holistic Holistic yeah functional yeah what are some your top three wellness tips that like everyone should know about hmm I'm gonna say simple ones um first and foremost 
I think that people underestimate the power of vegetables. <laughs> I know it's simple, but like, honestly, every single meal that I eat, half my plate is vegetables. And I feel like that makes such a big difference because, you know, micronutrients are a real thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, like having a tiny bit of vegetables just doesn't do anything for anyone. Like, I think you should be like piling that up um, in terms of. A really simple other thing is I think looking after blood glucose levels is really important. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> okay, so basically like everything we put into our body spikes our blood sugar or blood glucose levels to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's plain sugar like a donut, it spikes it to a certain degree, whereas, you know... Um, starchy carbs does something else whereas if it's vegetables it's different so it's about making sure that your glucose spikes are not so extreme so this is an area which i'm really fascinated by lately i have been over the last year or so i think a great resource is um on instagram her handle is glucose goddess okay um her name is jesse and i can't say her last name but she's like really really great um she has like a bunch of tools that she recommends to kind of get blood glucose levels under control one of my favorites is berberine. Um, it's a supplement. Obviously, everyone should do their research before taking it, but it acts similar to metformin, which is a drug that they give to diabetics with, you know, blood sugar issues. And so if you take berberine, maybe 20 minutes before eating a meal which has starchy carbs or sugary, it helps curb that blood sugar spike. And blood sugar spikes are what kind of lead to things like irritability, um, like a hunger roller coaster. And so getting it under control is just really important to overall health. Um, so that would be like another wellness tip that I have. That's a good one. I don't know anything about that. It's so really, it. honestly, it is, it is completely life-changing. And the thing is that if we can get blood sugar levels under control, not like we, we, we can regulate everything from our mood to our appetite mm -hmm. to, um, you know, like we, like a lot of people struggle with like weight gain, weight loss, yeah. whatever it is. Like, I think you can just really stabilize everything if you look into that. So it's such a big part of the puzzle, um, that I think everyone should look into it. Mm -hmm. And number three is for women specifically is to pay attention to our cycle. So I think that women like to treat themselves like, small men essentially mm -hmm. whereas we're not that we're biologically completely different our cycle is like four stages essentially you know i just learned that recently it's really life-changing and the fact that you know we take so long to learn these things like i didn't even have any clue about this until like i don't know four or five years ago and i remember just being completely blown away by it the fact that i needed to exercise differently at like each stage of my cycle and eat differently and you know you can really optimize for a lot so, it's so much to keep track of. But it's so interesting. So I use a period tracking app. It's called, I think it's the Flow app that I use, but there's another one called um, Cloud, I want to say, or something like that. Um, but really interesting. I think it's great to keep track of like what, like what, like what, part of your cycle you're in you know luteals different from ovulation from menstruation mm -hmm. whatever it is and like you can eat differently as well like I'm really into intermittent fasting but I don't do it at all points of my cycle because at some times of your cycle you need more food you need to fast for a shorter period of time and so I think the more we learn about that the better it is mm -hmm. good resource is Elisa Vitti obviously I think everyone knows her, her book woman code is very famous and my other favorite resource is Dr. Stephanie Estima so that was a lot of information for this these three no, tips I love it <laughs> I love it um 
Are there any misconceptions like in the wellness world that you hear often? Yes. So a very common one is women thinking that there is some magical diet pill and it really breaks my heart. So we have a new product launching. And so for that product launch, um, we asked our community to send in like their guesses for what it would be. And I was truly gobsmacked by the number of women who were like diet pill, like, you know, weight loss pill. And I was like, no, because that is a unhealthy and B, it just doesn't exist. So I think but you'd be surprised, like how many women like that know a lot about what's going on and whatever, just still like take diet pills well essentially like water pills yeah diet pill is essentially a laxative and it is really habit forming it can completely destroy your bowels okay so i think that it's so unfortunate that women have fallen prey to these like you know shady companies kind of going after our insecurities Mm -hmm. and it really drives me insane so you know if you see things like laxative or diet pill i think that People just need to stay the hell away from it. Mm -hmm. And I think another big misconception is that, you know, in the age of social media, we see something that works for someone and we just immediately think that it should work for me too. So for example, last night I was on TikTok and I saw this, um, this girl and she was like showing like a before and after and it was like before you know lifting heavy weights and doing hit and she was like you know she had like a little bit of weight on her or whatever and then it was like after she's like toned and sculpted and she's like pilates and i'm like I'm on Pilates TikTok now too. I don't know how I got there, but I'm there. But it's like, okay, like Pilates works for you. And I fucking love Pilates. Don't get me wrong. But then I was reading the comments and then someone's like, did you change anything else? And she's like, yeah, I cut out processed food and alcohol. And I'm like, well, no shit. You know, it's like, of course you're going to look different if you cut out processed food and alcohol. But like the point is that I think finding what works for you is really important. And it's not just an umbrella statement, you know, like, if weightlifting works for me, doesn't mean it'll work for you. So I think finding what works for you is just really important. Obviously, like do your research. I think that there's science behind like b- basic science. And I think everyone should be aware of basic science. But like I I think that social media is a great place, but it's also a dangerous place. And so just and there's be wary. so much to sift through and so many like contradictory like so much fads or like information. So it's like, do I drink this chlorophyll water or do I like do this? You know, what's going to like yeah. be the key to my like beauty? Yeah. Or like, you know, people thinking that like, oh, I'm going to go plant based and then like yeah. all of this weight is going to fall off my body. Not the case necessarily. Like I'm anemic. I cannot do plant based, yeah. you know, so just because someone does it on Instagram doesn't mean you should be doing it too, you know? Right. And so when it comes to, um, you know, your, your health, do your own research, try it all, but figure out what works for you. Totally. Um, switching gears a little bit, since we are a jewelry company, you know, mm-hmm. we like to talk about, you know, special pieces of jewelry, things that have extra sentimental, you know, background. Do you have any pieces of jewelry that are extra special to you? And what are they? So I have two that I can think off off the top of my head. Um, first is my engagement ring, obviously. So pretty. Thank you. And so it's a really special piece because um, I think it's very different. So for what your... What kind of stone is that? It's a one-of-a-kind sapphire. 
beautiful. Thank it's like you. a greenish, bluish color for yeah. those of you that can't see. And <laughs> what's really interesting about it is that I never thought that I was going to be a gemstone kind of gal mm-hmm. when it comes to my engagement ring. I always thought, okay, like princess cut diamond. Yeah. And then I remember going to Tiffany's and trying out like princess cut diamond rings. And I went to all of these boutiques and none of them looked good on me. And mm-hmm. so I ended up going to this boutique. I'm originally from Toronto. And so we went to this jewelry boutique in Toronto. I love them. Um, and I like tried this ring on for fun and I was like, whoa, this is so cool. And it's like not traditional, which Mm -hmm. is something that was like, like, I I think it's like very cool because my husband and I, we don't necessarily have the most traditional story. And so, um, yeah, I love this piece. I think it's very special. And the other piece that I'm going to say is I have these earrings, these diamond earrings from my grandma. I'm very close to her. Mm -hmm. And so she gave me these, like, they're like little, I wish I, I, I almost wore them today actually, but they're like little diamond huggies and they're so cool. They're like vintage looking and it's just a really special piece. She gave it to me when we got married my husband and I it was like her wedding gift to me and I just think it's special because she wore them and they're still like so cool and so relevant today and so yeah those are the two that's what's so cool about jewelry is that you can like have something and just it passes on from generation and generation and it has so much like meaning behind it when you wear it not just like a beautiful piece but like you feel like your grandma's there with you you know oh totally Mm -hmm. like it's such it's like so special because even when nish and i had like our civil ceremony we like i wore my grandma's earrings Mm -hmm. and i just thought that that was like like you know she was there with me it was like very like sentimental so yeah i think jewelry is so powerful and like not just for fashion purposes but like for the sentimental value that it brings as well awesome so What's next for Array? I know you're, what, can you tell us what the new and exciting product is? It's another product, which I think will fit right into people's routines. You know, with us, when it comes to product formulation, we speak to our customers a whole lot. And so the product that we're launching is actually like a direct response to something that people said was missing in their routines. And we really wanted to come up with a solution that, I guess, like, gave people what they needed so i'm really excited for it um i'll give your listeners a little hint it's to do with rest and digest um so yeah super excited about that it's our first like very very big launch since we launched our company so we're really excited about it and then we have a couple more products launching in the next year Mm -hmm. um again like r&d takes forever when you're an ingestibles company and we've been really just diligent about everything and so yeah all of that is coming oh my god so exciting can't wait i want to try the bloat for sure i'm gonna send you everything oh my god thank you yes of course (laughs) i'm like oh my god perfect i was literally like born bloated and everyone you know oh my god yeah you you gotta get some bloat in you girl (laughs) um tell everyone where they can shop where they can follow all the good stuff so you can shop array at array.com you can follow us on instagram at array.co you can find me on instagram at sif hider and my podcast is the dream bigger podcast awesome thank you so much for being with us today thank you for having me on yeah That was such a fun conversation. I really, truly love talking to founders that I have so much in common with and hear their stories. I cannot wait to try Array um, to help with my bloating and my anxiety. What products are you most interested in trying out? Let us know.